Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Well, welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. So great to have you with me. Well, we are living through some fascinating times, and what a surprise that in 2020, we would have more unusual times. I'm actually grateful for the times in which we live. I think they're going to make us a better country, better individuals, but let's get down to it. Joe Biden, along with his vice president, Kamala Harris, have been elected to office according to popular popular proclamation uh, on Saturday, this past Saturday. Uh, The week after the election, the Saturday after the election, Joe Biden was declared by all media, including Fox and very conservative media, the next president of the United States. This, of course, makes history, should it be true, uh, because Kamala Harris would be the first woman and the first African-American and the first uh, of her mixed heritage. She has a mother who is Eastern Indian, um, and she would be the first woman of that heritage. Now, I got to tell you, um, though I've said many times exactly what I think of both of them, uh, good people, but not people I align with politically, and I'm a little concerned about character, I need to stop right here and say, no one would be happier than I would to have an African-American in this high office. No one would be happier to have a woman in this high office. No one would be happier to have a descendant of an Eastern Indian mother in this high office. Grateful, want to see a multi-ethnic country, grateful for those who ascend, and she is absolutely qualified. I need to say that quickly. Uh, She's been attorney general in California. She's been a U.S. senator. No question that she's qualified. Joe Biden, obviously qualified. My problems have to do, of course, with their views. My problems have to do with their anti-religion stance. I've told you that before. Uh, Kamala Harris, again, in hearings for the judiciary and the Senate, absolutely took the head off a man who was Roman Catholic and a member of the Knights of Columbus. I've described all that before. So where are we right now? Donald Trump has claimed that the election has been stolen. Many on the right are claiming the same thing, and so he is filing lawsuits. Now, let me just tell you what I know, and it is not decisive. I'm the first to say this, but when I don't, when something comes up in D.C. that I don't know about, I call friends who are in the know. And I have called friends left, right, and center uh, about the issue of corruption, about the issue of election fraud. And first of all, they say, and I already knew from my own study of history, there's always a little bit of fraud. There's always a little bit of inaccurate records, software malfunction. There's always a little bit that goes on. I remember the famous, um, (laughs) the great story where William Buckley once said that his grandfather had uh, died in 1919, but felt such a strong sense of civic duty that he voted for LBJ in 1936. I always thought that was great because, of course, it speaks to the issue of the dead being used on uh, voting rolls and uh, uh, being used in elections. Well, there's always a little bit of that. Let me just say it. It, it, It's because we make mistakes. Uh, It's because there are people, a lot of people involved in the electoral process, and I don't know what the poll captain did in Bucksnort, Tennessee, right outside of Nashville. I don't know, nor do you, nor was there probably an attorney from the Democratic Party uh, or the Republican Party, uh, nor was there a federal officer likely there. So is there only a fool would say there's absolutely no corruption. There is a little bit, a tiny margin of corruption in every election. And we pretty much take this as a standard uh, standard course. And when I say a tiny a bit of corruption, am I saying that we 
should just wink at it? Am I saying that it's happening in downtown DC? No, I'm just saying nobody can certify for sure. And even in situations where people have worked very, very hard uh, to assure a, a truthful election, they're still using, you know, roles and lists that have been handed to them. Where did that come from? How accurate are they? Um, do we have some people who passed away and we didn't know it, who were on the poll, on the rolls, and, and maybe they got used or maybe somebody's voting in their name? It's possible. It's just, it's just very, very unlikely. But it is possible. And we take a certain amount. We assume that there's a little bit of little bit of edge of some corruption or some incompetence that goes on in every election. At the same time, I'll have to say, I know a lot of people who work the polls, including my own wonderful assistant, uh, Karen Montgomery. And I'll tell you, she, they, these people are heroes. They went, they risked their lives in a COVID age. They worked hard. You had people who were Democrats and Republicans and Libertarians and everything else in the world. Uh, they were working hard to assure safe elections, fair elections, and that's pretty much what happened. So that's the first thing I hear from my experts in D.C. The second thing I hear, I have to tell you, and you guys know that I'm slightly right of center. I'm not on anybody's side in this election, except America's, I hope, and God's, I hope. But uh, I have heard repeatedly that none of these people know of any serious, none of them know of any serious corruption or fraud. None of them. Uh, they've asked questions. Some of them are actually involved in researching these things and digging these things out. They're actual federal officers. And they've said they don't know of anything, nor are they uncovering anything. Now, that said, and this is the third thing, and it's one I strongly, strongly agree with and was saying it before I even heard it from them, and that is we should go through with the recounts and the lawsuits. We want America, we want Americans to have absolute confidence in their elections. We don't, we do not want, I'll tell you, Donald Trump has been, a, I think, I think quite irresponsible since the election. I know he's hurt. I know he's upset. I understand there's pain in losing an election if that's indeed what's happening. But to claim that there's nothing but fraud, to claim an election's been stolen and to do it from the Oval Office is highly irresponsible. It's the kind of thing that can prompt revolutions. It's the prime kind of thing that can get people killed. It's the kind of thing that can weaken the country in the future. And he has no evidence. So I'm not coming at him. I'm saying let's do what's best for the country. If there was corruption, let it be exposed. Let every vote count. Let everything be recounted. I don't care if it takes two months. Let's figure this thing out. And if, if he is completely making it up out of his hurt and his disappointment and, you know, his, his, emo his feelings being hurt because he's been rejected by half the country, still... Let's do the recounts. And we are doing them. Let's do the investigations. Let's get the FBI in there to figure out what's going on. Let's find out what's happening. Let's let the courts work. Nobody's trying to steal this election, uh, at least overtly. And, um, and the best way for it to happen is to allow the process to work. Now, I'll tell you what I believe. I believe there's a slight margin of corruption or incompetence or just plain old stupidity that happens in every national election and most local elections. It's actually a little higher in local elections. I mean, I can describe elections to you in American history where entire ballot boxes showed up with every single ballot being for a certain person <laughs> and not anybody else. In fact, that happened in the election of uh, Lyndon Baines Johnson to the Senate. An entire ballot box showed up, every ballot in it, was for him. And nobody knows the path it took from the voting station to being counted. 
This happens. It happens occasionally. Uh, there is corruption. Uh, it's corruption at, at every level to some small extent, to some slight marginal extent. That's been going on in American history. And quite frankly, uh, the consensus is that we have less of it right now than we've ever had before. It's simply because we have better electronics. We have better monitoring. Quite frankly, the contention in America, the tension between left and right serves us well. And so all of this is... Uh, is helping us to have safer and better elections, even though we still have some ridiculous situations with software and apps and what have you, as you have seen in this election season. So I'm in favor of all recounts, all let the lawsuits fly, let things be checked, let the Supreme Court monitor the situation, uh, let the courts work. It's not going to take long. It's all happening quickly. I think within a week or two, we'll probably have all things cleared up. But at this point, I'll have to say my understanding and I'm happy to be proven wrong if, because if there's corruption, I want to know. I want the nation to know. But at this point, talking to some experts, talking to some people in law enforcement, talking to some people who are actually responsible from the federal level to make sure our elections are uh, absolutely fair. And by the way, talking to some of the overheated attorneys who are actually out there trying these cases. At this point, there has been no major voter corruption, election corruption surfaced at this point, as I'm sitting here right now on the 9th of November, a Monday. At this point, nothing has been uncovered. Now, if it's uncovered, great, let's do it. I want I want everybody who ever handles a ballot in the future, everybody who runs an election, everybody who counts a ballot, I want them to know there's going to be absolute scrutiny. I want them to know that they're going to be checked for every movement. I want absolutely fair elections in this country. And the best way, remember, how, remember what I've said before about the founding fathers' purpose. They liked the division of powers. They wanted us to distrust each other a little bit. They, they believed men were fallen. They wanted checks and balances and vetoes and all the things that made sure that no single force could rule the day. They wanted diversity. They wanted dissemination of authority. That's why they had a federal system. And so nothing could be better for our future than that we're all checking each other out. And if we start having election weeks or election months rather than election days, perfectly fine with me, as long as the truth wins out. I got friends on the right who absolutely believe that Joe Biden, almost at gunpoint, went in and stole this election. And I got friends on the left who think Donald Trump has lost his mind, he's covering his backside, and he's going to leave in shame if he keeps this up. In fact, there are some people on the left, as you well know probably, uh, who are talking about the fact that Trump's had a complete nervous breakdown and they should remove him from office now. That kind of language just gets us in further trouble. So all I'm saying is at the moment, as far as I know, as far as anybody's reported, as far as anybody is making known, there has been no widespread or even significant election fraud at this point. But I say it right now and I make it a prayer. May it be exposed and surfaced if it happened. And if it didn't happen, may Donald Trump exit cleanly, exit with honor. Heck, run again next time. Doesn't matter to me at this point. What I want is for the system to work. What I want is that troops don't have to show up at the White House and drive this man off. What I want is that Mr. Biden conducts himself honorably in the transition and deals with respect for the previous administration. I want to remind you of an image that I've often used because I was a colonel's kid growing up when I was a 15, 16 year old kid and driving and I drove my father's car onto a post. The MPs would snap to a salute. 
It was just me, maybe even me with my girlfriend, but they would snap to a salute. Why? Because there was a colonel's car going by and the colonel might be inside. They were honoring him, not me. I was a pimply faced teenage kid with his little, you know, braces, buck toothed girlfriend, you know, driving on post, no authority at all, but they were showing respect for the institution. Donald Trump's president of the United States. I want to show respect for the institution. I do not want to speak ill of the leader of my people. I want to show respect for Joe Biden. He's been elected, as far as we know, by the people of the United States. He is the future president of the United States. I disagree with him on a huge list of issues, and I will voice those issues and stand opposed to him in a number of forums, I am sure. But still, he's president of the United States, and I will do the best I can not to speak ill of him when he's in office, not to speak ill of him personally, but to take him on at a policy level. That's the respect we've got to have in our country. That's what we've got to be doing. So we've got a tough time here, but I want to assure you, not that, hey, everything went perfectly, but at this point, the system worked. There's been peace. There's been no violence over the elections at this point. Investigations are happening. Courts are involved. People are checking things out. We'll find out. We'll find out. In the meantime, everybody chill out. Let the system work. Stay at peace. Pray a lot. And let's trust that what's happening will actually increase respect for our institutions. People like to get apocalyptic at this point. It's the end of America as we know it. No, 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 no. In fact, I think America is actually improving on these fronts. Now, there's some other fronts we need some work, but I think America is actually improving on these fronts. Now, I'm not stupid. Some of you on the right are listening to me going, Mansfield, you have just lost your mind. No, I'm talking about the electoral process. I have great concern about a Biden-Harris administration. Great concern about what's going to happen to religious liberty. Great concern about what's going to happen in the issue of abortion. Uh, Great concern uh, about taxation. Great concern, perhaps, about the diminishment of the military, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. But we'll get to that. And I'll take my stand and other more important people than me will take their stands and we'll battle it out in politics and uh, the separation of powers will work and I think we'll be a stronger country for it. Though I hope there's a lot of authority around to keep this administration in check. I have deep concerns. Nevertheless, what's going on right now is the way America is supposed to work. So calm down, pray, let's stand and wait. Let's see what happens. If Donald Trump somehow is confirmed as the next president of the United States, then let's do what we can to make our country better. Check the negatives of that administration, extend the positives. If Biden-Harris are in fact the next president and vice president of the United States, then let's honor that position, do what we can to check the negatives, do what we can to extend the positives. That's how it works. Nobody's hair needs to be on fire. Nobody needs to be threatening violence. Nobody needs to be intending to overthrow the government of the United States. I don't think we're there. I don't think we're even close. So may good things reign. And as we head to Thanksgiving, it's a great time to think about our heritage. It's a great time to think about who we are. And in fact, next time on this podcast, I'll be talking exactly about the truth about the pilgrims. But right now, let's pray for our country. Let's be calm. Let's let the process work. Good things are coming. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular speaker, and a frequent faith and culture commentator on Fox and CNN. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, 
and Lincoln's battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.